This is the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Syraclad, featuring one-on-one interviews with designers, contractors, city managers, and civic leaders, as well as thought leaders committed to sustainability, innovation, and solutions that are attractive, affordable, and create healthy living environments. Our podcast illuminates the challenges, breakthroughs, and proven solutions brought to industries, organizations, and our communities. From the office and manufacturer of Syraclad in Redmond, Washington, and on location, this is the Architecture and Innovation Podcast. For our guest today, we're uh, we're honored and excited to welcome Kem Pratt, CEO of Pacifico Power, and John Hurt, Vice President of Construction of Pacifico Power. Pacifico Power helps companies and organizations succeed in becoming energy independent. They provide a variety of energy services and products for a diversity of clients. You can find them on the web at pacifico-power.com. Again, that's pacifico-power.com. Kevin, John, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for being here. Thank Thank you, you. Tom. Good to be here. Yeah, thank you. We we, uh, start our show with a quote, and the the quote is, uh, you know, something that means much to you or matters to you, and uh, and we talked in a digital green room about you know what you guys are going to say so we'll we'll start with you kevin you know what which so a quote comes to mind is, is there's nothing wrong with hard and that's what i tell myself what i tell my kids uh that just don't be afraid of doing hard things and even in our company the the things that we do that are the hardest the the, the biggest problems are sometimes the most fun and rewarding so there's nothing wrong with hard awesome john uh, I grew up listening to my mom tell me it's better to be nice than to be funny quite often. And I've kind of adapted just to, it, it, it's good to be nice. Um, I think that people that learn to be nice early, get ahead in life. Uh, they're able to develop great relationships, uh, even more important than a college education or, or a great job. I, I hope that my kids learn just to be nice. Outstanding. So share with us a, a bit about Pacifico Power. I mean, I'm fascinated uh, what it is that you guys do and, and, and how you do it without kind of giving away your any intellectual property. Yeah. So basically, I mean, we're, we're energy developers. So our, our core business is just trying to bring energy assets to a property, um, to the actual site where the energy is going to be used. Um, so it's what we call behind the meter um, generation or, or assets or, or on-site uh, energy. So we do analysis, design, development, financing, and then help manage the construction and operations and maintenance for, for those resources. That could be solar, batteries, uh, fuel cells, generators, wind, whatever, whatever the site warrants and makes sense for that particular business. That's what we try to bring. You know, I'm curious. Or I said before we got started on the show, after having a, you know a brief understanding of what it is that you guys do, is there really isn't a a work site that you can cannot either improve or help. Am, am I off or no? Okay. Uh, right on. You, okay. We um, we aim to be able to bring market solutions to every customer um, in the. Uh, industrial and commercial space. Um, and so that the, our process is simple. We evaluate your current energy usage and what you're doing now, and then um, uh, find solutions in the market 
that will bring you the best value. And um, at Pacifico Power, we're really focused on value. Um, it's not necessarily the cheapest price. It's what's it's what's going to have longevity. It's going to um, bring to you a savings in a number of different areas and uh, allow you to be sustainable and uh, independent from your current methods of using the utility. You know, on the subject of sustainability, what does sustainability mean you know, to you? Well, I, I think the, the obvious answer is, is green technologies. I mean, using renewables, which when you're talking about bringing resources on site, right now in a lot of places, the most economical solution is solar, um, especially for high sun areas in California and other places. Now, that's, that's obvious. But sustainability, it's also... I think just using um, technologies that that will help you keep your business running um, over the long term that aren't gonna aren't gonna fade out after seven years or five years, um, just a more permanent foundation of energy for your business. A side aspect to that is really just independence, being able to be in control of your business and what your business consumes. And so we like to focus on that, um, being able to project out what your costs are going to be. Um, pick technologies that will work for your business. If you can share, you know, what's the um, differentiated with the independence versus the current or traditional way that people got their energy or their power? Yeah, so I think right now people are getting their energy from the utility. And that's a model where you have these very large generation assets um, that are cheap but on a marginal level. Uh, to produce energy, but then you have this infrastructure sprawling across, you know, the country really, uh, to deliver the energy to the end users, um, and it can be very cost-effective, um, generally. But as we've seen, there are some issues with it. Take for example in California with the wildfires, um, the the prevention and, and, and maintenance that PG&E has to go through and SDG&E have to go through to make sure that the lines are safe and not causing fires. Um, it costs a lot of money, and then that, that gets rate-based, and so everybody's energy prices go up significantly. And then another example is the is just the reliability. If you look at what's happened in Texas, and then I think it was uh, Louisiana recently also, and in California with the public safety power shutoffs and things, the power gets shut off places. And, and sometimes, you know, the Texas freeze, it could be a long time. Um, so there are solutions you can bring on site if you're a business, you, I mean, you can do it for your for your house as well, but we focus on businesses. But if you're a business, you want to keep your operations running and be able to recover uh, quickly if there's an issue. Is that factored in as well? Is the perspective downtime of uh, energy loss? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes that's the, the biggest part of the value proposition that we offer. If you're in a business where there's spoilage, say say a food producer or something, or or a refinery where there's specific temperature controls on things on batches of products um, that get interrupted because of a power outage, then that's significant loss. And so one, losing product, but then also losing time um, that you could be otherwise producing. So sometimes that's the, the biggest portion of a value proposition. And for some companies, they may not even be looking at that um, as, as a cost. It's just baked in. But when you look down to it, some places have have experienced significant losses. What type of, um, if you're at liberty to share, you know, some whatever, for lack of a better word, pushback uh, 
that would you get from approaching a um, a company about what it is you do? Yeah, some of the some of the challenges are just becoming familiar and trusting the technologies, right? So people aren't aren't anxious to jump into something that they don't know, um, and so the default is to to stay what we've traditionally developed with the utilities. Um, you know, time commitments, whether they own their own building, whether they have a landlord, um, there seems there's a web of, of kind of factors that we at Pacifico Power work through with potential customers to be able to resolve situations and, and of all types and varieties. I would add to that, like aesthetics, since this is a, a podcast that there may be designers and architects listening oh, to more, <laughs> yeah. you know. Some people just don't want to see the the solar panels, you know, out in front of their nice building or whatever the case is. Um, so it's like when you're talking about impacting somebody's property with carports or panels or a ground mount array or something like this. Um, suddenly, everybody has an opinion about what they want on their property, what they want to be able to see, or what they want it to look like. Um, so sometimes, just the decision making gets muddled, and there's you know a lot of opinions. So. And some of our customers want to see it, yeah. which which adds complexity at times too i yeah. want it hanging off my building in such a way out front and you know yeah, others don't want to see it so they want to they want people to see that they're trying and being sustainable and green and then others don't want to see it so there are challenges <laughs> how how about uh, cities and municipalities working with the with them yeah that's that's a market that we haven't really focused on, but we have come across in a number of areas. I have experience working with a lot of school districts in the past with other companies. Um, the value there is uh, is the, the they can't really take advantage of the tax equity that's that is part of these projects. And so they need a partner that can um, put a deal together. And typically that looks like a power purchase agreement or an energy services agreement. And so we um, we bring everything in house. We have our own financing, and so we can put that package together and offer them uh, financing to do that. I would add though that we don't work with them as a customer. I mean, we we are doing some looking at some RFPs and things that are for municipalities, uh, but um, but we do work with them absolutely on all projects because obviously there's the permitting process and and all of those rules, which that's mostly John's realm. You can comment more on that, but there there are some places that are easier to work with than others in terms of getting these things, uh, these these projects approved and moving along. Excellent. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast presented by Syraclad. We're talking today with Kevin Pratt, CEO of Pacifico Power, and John Hurt, Vice President of Construction of Pacifico Power. For more information, you can visit their website at pacifico-power.com. Again, that's pacifico-power. Dot com. Kevin, John, what have you seen your experience uh, in the last couple of years that's changed than you see evolved in energy? Really, I think the, the thing that's glaring at most of us is just the rise in energy prices. So as prices go up, uh, opportunities uh, for savings increase as well. More technologies are able to be pulled un- underneath that umbrella or that headroom to be able to offer on-site solutions to customers. Yeah, so along with that cost increase, there's also been a, a declining cost in some of these technologies. So solar modules um, and, and battery technologies um, and other, other technologies 
so those two things combined have, have just opened up the market to so many more businesses where maybe before companies were targeting the fortune 500s are easily financeable the municipalities the the easy um you know low hanging fruit now even in the middle of the market and for one off companies if if you're a decent sized energy user it, it just it makes sense for so many companies so there's just look at your property um there's there's almost something always something that can be done for for properties solar batteries generators um, lighter generators that use less, th that are less harmful. Th there are options anyway. Now they're they're cheaper than they used to be. Yeah, is that is that going to continue? You think just from your experience? All right, now we're kind of in the pickle <laughs> because of the 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 bind in the shipping lanes, and there's a silicon shortage in, in Asia, and um, it's causing a lot of pressure on prices for for solar specifically. Um, and then that's the first time we've seen that in. A long time, I think, you know, really since the industry in solar at least became a viable uh, uh, option for people. But I expect that once we get through the the challenges that, that COVID has uh, dealt us, you know, particularly with the supply chain issues right now, I think that we'll still see trends of efficiency and new technologies and, and the drive costs down. And even as it is, it's still a great deal for, for a lot of businesses um we just expect it'll continue to improve over time just a little speed bump with the sh current shipping issues what's where's most of the work is it i know i asked earlier but it, domestic international so our pacifico power focuses just domestically okay um, we do have a sister company pacifico energy that does larger uh, in front of the meter utility scale projects in asia so those are big 50 megawatt 100 megawatt, 200 megawatt projects, um, large projects. Um, so they they focus on those things, and they've done offshore wind also up to a, a gigawatt of offshore wind and development. But Pacifico Power, we focus uh, nationwide in the U.S. Um, we have taken some looks at things in Canada and Europe, uh, just as one-offs as we're working with partners. So we don't, we don't shut the door to things, but we're focused in terms of trying to get our market in the U.S. What's some of the smallest to the largest, if, if there's such a thing? Yeah, I don't know if there really is defining boundaries necessarily. Okay. Again, we go back to the what I mentioned earlier about value. So, um, you know, typical businesses uh, that are in their own building or their own asset, we probably see we can bring value to things that are in the 50 uh, kilowatt size. Um, but we'll look at things all the way up to 20 and 50 megawatts if if that's what brings uh, value to your business. So. Yeah, and that value, is there a, you know, to say if it's proprietary, but a specific criteria or, or how you quantify the value, the total value of your professional service? There is, um, and that's actually part of the complexity in our business is, is it's hard to compare apples to apples sometimes. So a company or or municipality will put out an RFP and they'll say, we want to do a solar project at this site. And and then companies like ours will will respond and say, okay, here's our proposal. Um, but then they, they that municipality will get all the proposals and one will say, you need, you know, four megawatts of, of solar and a, a three megawatt hour battery. And one will say, no, you just need six megawatts of solar and all these things. And they, and, 
And a lot of times the people, the people that are soliciting the bid, they don't have the expertise to really differentiate and know what creates the greatest value over the long term. So it's, we found that, uh, well, I, I say our expertise is in the design, um, getting the right mix of technologies at the right sizes. And it's a highly iterative, iterative process where you're taking a certain batch of technologies and then running a financial model against it. And then you iterate and you make the solar bigger or the battery bigger or smaller and then take that and then run it through your financial model again. And it's back and forth and back and forth um, until you find the right mix that creates the best value for the customer. Um, so that's, it's, that's kind of our secret sauce. Um, and they can do a simple solution. We run into customers that just say, look, we really just want some solar panels on the roof. And they're not looking to get the most out of the whole transaction. Um, but we'd like to find customers who are, who we can get their ear and, and explain why a particular you know, technology set works for them. Are you at liberty to share? You don't have to say names or, or projects, but I'm curious. I'm sure your audience is curious to hear you know, a recent project. Um, we recently did a, we're just completing right now a small project for a company out of San Diego, um, that, you know, we went in, evaluated their bill, uh, um, took a look at what their usage patterns were, and then designed a system that was custom for them. Um, the, uh, yeah, I guess we can, the, the, do we want to share the name of the company? I think it's, you don't have yeah. to, if you don't want to, there's, uh, for that one, I think it's okay. Yeah, being done and we, so we, the, we worked with a company called Fashion File. Um, they uh, focus on uh, high-end uh, handbags and accessories, and we uh, uh, did a, an evaluation of their corporate office and and uh, did a project with them. So that's one, but in our portfolio right now, just in, we won't give names, but like car dealerships. If you think about the challenges that they face with um, adding EVs to their to their uh, fleets, so they're going to both for the service, you know, functions that they serve and and just normal sales functions, their electricity usage is going to start to increase as they bring EVs on on site. Um, So we're working with car dealerships right now, uh, food processors, because they're they're high energy users. Other manufacturing as well, aerospace in particular, is where we have a couple of customers. Um, and then I've mentioned re- refineries. Um, I don't know what else, other types of companies. Um, we've, lo- we've looked at an asphalt company that had a huge load because of, you know, running a rock crusher on, the, on their site. And uh, we were able to offer tremendous value to them. Um, you know, sometimes we're seeing savings over what people are generally producing up to. 40 or over 40 percent um not all businesses fall into that category um we usually can save at least 20 um but yeah when we when we apply the technologies that are out there um to these to these business owners we can really get some distance and then they can project over the long term what they're going to be paying 10 years from now and 15 years from now rather than having to guess with the current system that they're on I would just add, for, you know, there may be some some nerds listening that <laughs> might geek out on this stuff, but there's there's things like when you add a battery to a system on site, and now um, 
like that's helping regulate the power or, or, or like set the grid for the property. It also cleans the power. So it, there may be little voltage dips that don't cause blackouts, uh, but there's little dips in voltages that um, over time it can actually damage equipment. Um, you know, it's it, it could be, you know, basically it could be harmful. But when you have the battery on, it helps smooth that out. So it's not going to be perfect like a like an uninterruptible power supply with a UPS system, um, which we could also do at a large scale. But um, that battery system helps clean the power. So not only are you getting those savings or whatever else, but also it's, if you're doing you know manufacturing or some kind of machining, um, it's, it's better for your equipment as well. And we and we can design that for backup power. So like you just look at like the. The value proposition, no, not to be the salesy or whatever, but but when you look at the property and you say, you know, you'll you'll get maybe shaded parking for your employees, you'll be uh, saving forty percent of your energy bill, and you'll have independence. You'll have your power on site. Um, you'll have backup power, and it's sustainable. And you know, look at how much carbon you'll be saving in your footprint. It's like, it just, the economics make sense now. So it's fun with all these technologies. And there's other advantages. I worked for a company before Pacifico Power and uh, years ago, the, we did a system on a di distribution center and, and actually having eyes on their energy usage, they detected that an hour before their rate changed every day, something spiked on, the, on their load. And uh, after seeing that repeatedly, they called the company and come to find out they had set a timer wrong and it was, it was our monitoring that had um, uh, identified that and they were able to save thousands and thousands of dollars by going back and reprogramming the motor that was coming on and creating that spike too early in the day. So there's other little advantages, you know, that would, we'd never go out and sell that as a service, but um, there's other little advantages that come in from more people paying more attention to what you have going on. Fascinating. You're listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Cyriclad. Our public service uh, acknowledgement today is for the Jacobs House. And you can find that at asanow.org. And uh, ASA. Now, it's a uh, Jacobs House is a nonprofit organization that advocates for, supports, and assists children and families impacted by foster care. They're passionate about providing support to families and professionals by restoring hope and empowering them to better serve these children in need. Again, for more information, feel free to visit their website at asanow.org. We're talking today with Kevin Pratt, CEO of Pacifico Power, and John Hurt, Vice President of Construction of Pacifico Power. Their website is at pacifico-power.com. John, you talked about monitoring, and uh, Kevin, you also touched on that too, that monitoring of systems. Does each product sometimes propose a challenge that like the previous ones don't, that you like, wow, we didn't know we, we can actually assist them in this way as well? I think that you're always learning, at least I am, you know, and I'm always, uh, I'm always excited to see how many smart people there are out there in the world. Um, uh, and so when a new technology is introduced or a new, um, I learned one last week where someone was just using a battery in a different way 
um, to offset an energy problem uh, that I had not considered before. Um, so it's it's the technology itself. It's how you apply the technology. Um, uh, and I'm grateful for, you know, people that are much smarter than me that are able to come up with ideas and solutions that we can then integrate into our processes and, and provide value for our customers. Yeah, I was just added, that's, that's the fun part is is designing it much like, I guess, any design job, um, the, the intricacies or nuances of a particular project that make it different from the others. And in our case, it's, you know, if you look about the space and the, the built world, it's um, how much space do they have in parking or how much space do they have on their rooftop or um, you know, what, what does their energy profile look like? Those, those are always going to be different. And there may be similarities, but um, there's just just the nature of things, they're, they're always going to be different. And um, that's, that makes it fun to try to design the, the best system for each site. There's efficiencies that also come with the design itself, right? So how you lay out, uh, let's say, a solar array um, can bring more cost or less cost into the project itself. And so understanding some of the principles that drive cost and then being able to uh, find solutions around those. Uh, I worked uh, with a very, very capable guy years ago, and we de- we designed optimal shapes to apply to rooftops and handed those to our our engineers and and said, here, this is the most efficient shape. Here's the next efficient shape, and they were able to apply those across the rooftop. And then we had what we thought was the most efficient design for that architecture. And so, being able to Focus on cost um, as well in your design is can bring again more uh, uh, more savings to your client. Do you guys ever shut it off? The solar, just, <laughs> just the, the idea of the energy and what you guys can do. No, really. No, there's like, yeah, there's like the our sales cycle is long. You know, companies take a long time to make decisions, and so as a result, we we have we're working with a lot of companies at the same time. Um, so there's always like we'll we'll take something that that comes up with a new customer, and then say, wait a second, m- maybe this will apply to one of our other customers that we've been working with months before, or whatever else. So there's it's always being, you know, churning and recycling, and then and then throw in the mix of um, procurement uh, challenges or or opportunities when it comes to getting certain modules or certain inverters or certain batteries. Um, it's always always churning. And we, we look forward to like the new technologies. We're, we're agnostic in terms of technologies. Uh, we don't uh, commit ourselves to one, one technology or brand or, or the other. Um, we're excited to see what else we can bring to the table for on-site generation. Like John said, there are brilliant people out there doing amazing things with all sorts of technologies, whether it's batteries or, or engines or you know PV, solar panels, whatever, whatever the case is. Um, we look, to see, look forward to see what's next. How do you do? You actively seek new technologies, or you're you're constantly on the. I don't know if we're. I mean, we are we are always interested in new technologies. I don't know if we actively seek, but they are always coming in the front door. I mean, we had someone in here last week that had a technology that we didn't know about that um, that sounds like it will be a, a great proposition for some of our customers. Um, yeah, and and just methods, you know, as we work with uh, different partners to get this done, you know, different partners bring different uh, 
um, abilities and, and ideas to the table that, uh, that uh, we as a team can take advantage of. And we really appreciate that. It's interesting. This is my take. And if I'm wrong, tell me. But it sounds like you're partners with even your clients. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's definitely. That's definitely what we want. Yeah. We, because we have to understand them pretty intimately um, in terms of what they what they want. We can design a system you know, that does th- different things. It can it can be a foolproof backup system that's you know bulletproof for whatever forty eight hours. That's not going to give you the most cost savings. Um, but if operational, you know reliability is their main concern maybe that's what it warrants um, or if we're just designing trying to get them the most savings they may already have a, if it's a medical facility for example we've worked with hospitals or skilled nursing facilities that they already have backup generation on site so maybe we won't design for the backup capability we, we want to understand um, that, or I guess just try to get them the cheapest energy that we can or the greenest energy that we can so we just we really if we can understand the customer um, and partner with them, then we think we can get to a, a design that works works well. What would you like to share on your show, Kevin John, today that we may not have touched on that you think is important for your audience to know? I think you've touched on quite a bit. Um, I, the th- one thing that I would add is, and I think we touched on it already, is is that um, building that trust in in these solutions, you know, the, these technologies, some of them are new, some of them have been around quite a while, um, but the value that just understanding and, and building those relationships and trust with potential customers uh, can can help you save on on your on your energy costs. We want we want to be able to bring that to people and and let them make the decisions, you know. Yeah, I would just emphasize that. Um, I mentioned before that sometimes customers will get, you know, a fruit basket of options, and not know how to compare them. Um, so it does take a little bit of trust to kind of open up and and let let a partner like like us or like another developer come in and go a little bit deeper and and do a little bit more explaining, so you so to see exactly what the value proposition is and how that may compare to other options. Um, but we, it, like like John said, it requires trust from the customer, um, which we hope to hope to earn and hope to hopefully it'll be a reward in the end for the customer that can open the door for that. Excellent, Kevin John, it's been a real honor and pleasure having you. Thank you very much for for being on your show today. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. Thank you. Our guests today. I've been Kevin Pratt, CEO of Pacifico Power, and John Hurt, Vice President of Construction of Pacifico Power. Pacifico Power helps companies and organizations succeed in becoming energy independent. Uh, They provide a variety of energy services and products for a multiple of clients. For more information, feel free to visit pacifico-power.com. Again, that's pacifico-power.com. You've been listening to the Architecture and Innovation Podcast by Siraclad. The Architecture and Innovation Podcast is recorded from the office of Siraclad in Redmond, Washington, and on location. Executive producer and host of the Architecture and Innovation Show is yours truly, Tom Duro. Thank you. We hope you join us again.